Podcast, your boys, Matt, Brian. and we are fresh off the heels of doing the Star Wars prequels. That's right. Oh man, it's exciting we're, to do something else. We finally cut our cords from the corporate overlords that, <laughs> that Star Wars is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to go to the next side over on Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of so. It's a, it's a big statement as far as the monopoly that Disney has that we can watch the three Star Wars movies right. on their streaming service, and then we have. Uh, we try to watch a completely different movie, and it's still on their streaming service. A brand new movie, yeah, that just came out this year. That probably would have done very well in the box office. I think it would have done, depending on when they would have released it. Mm. I think it would have done very well. Uh, so the movie we're talking about, Pixar movies generally hit. Yes, you know, there's been a one or two. The Good Dinosaur was that a Pixar? Sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I think know. that's like the only one that wasn't a banger and yeah. uh the rest of them they have like pixar has a really really stellar track record yeah. so when you see this movie's coming out on disney plus because you know theaters aren't really a thing right now right then it's like all right i know i'm about to get the second pixar movie to come out on disney plus this year uh i guess because it came out in 2020 technically i think technically. it did yeah the first one was onward so, oh let's yeah not forget that onward let's not here. sleep on onward <laughs> which by the way, we did a review of. You yeah. Could, you could get that on anywhere your podcasts are, are downloaded. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Onward was, oh my goodness, it felt like so long ago. It felt like three years ago. But it was really like, what, August? It came out in April. April? <gasps> in the early part of, like, in the, it was one of the first real victims, besides all those humans, yeah. of, the, <laughs> of the pandemic. Jeez. Because <laughs> it was, it was like, I think it was, uh, yeah, because Sonic came out, that hit. Sonic, unfortunately, was not a victim. <laughs> right. Yeah, because it was like it was Birds of Prey, Sonic, and then I think Onward came out in March. Wow. And then everything shut down. So I think that was the last big movie. If you don't consider Bloodshot a big movie, I don't. <laughs> I saw it. it. it I made, don't. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. Was it like just like a Fast and Furious triple X movie? It made less sense than those. <laughs> it was less good than those. Well, I mean, it only has years of lore to build off of. Right. They didn't use. No. Because Vin's didn't, Vin didn't read it. But still, why does Vin have to read it? All Vin has to read is the script. He has he has a lot of controlling stake in those movies. Yeah. Like, every, like even like Triple X, he specifically picks each person to be in it. In Triple X? Yeah. Oh, Triple wow. Triple X 3, State of Xander Cage, or whatever. So, when he chose Ruby Rose to Ruby be in Ruby Rose, uh, Michael Bispin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. He's like, they, they play. They play across every... Like, we could put it in any market and people come out for it. And I guess that is kind of the uh, the whole concept of Triple X, right? Is right. that a guy that can do things that aren't spy stuff, doing right. things that are spy stuff, <laughs> you know? Right. So, whatever. But anyway. He could do all the spy stuff except act. <laughs> <laughs> like the main spy the thing. The main thing. Like, could, could you put on a different voice? Okay, use my different voice. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to. Just blow something up. Just blow it up. Just right. Blow it up. Right. Um, but this movie no. did involve some acting. It did. Uh, and it involved, I guess, less of the actor choosing... Uh, everything that went into it less of that than bloodshot did sure. it was a much better it was a much better film than bloodshot i think it was a better cast movie than yeah. i think there's a lot of good voices in this movie yeah a lot of fun voices a lot of voices that you didn't think would be well suited for a voiceover kind of movie yeah but it works yeah um and the movie we're talking about uh is soul with jamie fox That's tina right. fey um and it's soul is about a struggling jazz musician mm-hmm. uh, who, right after getting gig his gig musician, yeah, yeah, and right after he gets what could be his big break, uh, he dies. He dies. He dies. He and... di- He dies of falling down a manhole. Yeah, a very New York way to die. Very New York way after yeah. cr- cruising through 
construction sites, right. traffic. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's very New York. It's very funny. And uh, when he dies, he, dis- he, you know, as he's being led to the great beyond, he decides that it's not the fate he wants right. and somehow ends up mentoring an unborn soul uh, called Stake- 22. A, sta- a mistaken identity, you know, they they have uh, like a kind of like a, I don't want to say indoctrination thing yeah. kind of like a an orientate that's orientation yeah uh to like souls and like before souls move on to the great beyond they usually do like they they mentor baby souls and those baby souls have to find something to make them human yeah like a spark yeah. right it's interesting actually how high, uh, high concept i didn't realize how high concept the movie is until i am trying to explain the concept right of the movie. yeah it's like wow like they yeah have, like it, little pieces that make them like human and you're like what happened to mine yeah. <laughs> why would i forget all of this yeah some wild existential like shit right, right here yeah where these like otherworldly like four like fifth dimensional beings are uh like their jobs are to nurture souls as from their the moment of their inception to their um when they're deemed ready to go to earth and become a person right. and then after that after they die when they're brought back um and sort of and taken to what's called the great beyond which is not really it's non-denominational heaven right right <laughs> can't it, can't put a label on it when no. disney's trying to push it to everybody else yeah it's true um but that's if right it's actually good i also i like that they use like when you're first introduced to the great beyond it is like a conveyor belt into this giant white void that has the bug zapper yeah Zzz. I'm like that's grim. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't know what's behind the wall. Exactly, and you don't know like if it's a good thing or if. But you all you hear. But is, you know what that sound is. Yeah, <laughs> as someone who grew up in like New York suburbs, oh, you, boy. you hear you're the like oh that's some mosquitoes. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, this is a quickly extinguishing life. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, and essentially the uh, the the jazz musician Joe is tasked with helping this uh soul like i guess i suppose the 22nd soul ever created right uh helping that soul find its spark meaning its reason for living i guess yeah um not really it's re not really it's purpose for living but yeah. like it's inspiration it's an inspiration for living yeah. yeah and uh and you know it's not it's not a, he's like he's actually not a not that great of a soul in this and he's trying to use this so that what, if he can make this uh, spark, he can steal it and then go he back is to his body. <laughs> almost a villain. Yeah. To an extent that if twenty two wasn't so annoying, it'd be like, why are you taking advantage of this poor soul? Right. Yeah. And if he wasn't like, if he was just a little more self aware, right? Then he'd be like, all right, this guy is off his rock. This guy's an <laughs> asshole. But because he, I guess he was so worked up in himself, he didn't even I, realize. Yeah, I feel like th- he he mistaken like. His purpose in life for like the reason of his life. Mm. So he thought like like music is is he thought music was his only reason for being on Earth. But like no, it's one of the many things. Right. But he focused so hard on music that he let a lot of things go away. And that's sort of the point of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's obviously summarizing really, really like like like. It's like if we, cause we we podcast so hard, we can get straight we just, through the bullshit. Just, it's tunnel vision. Yeah. <laughs> around, like, just all other relationships fall. Job, <laughs> first of all, it's all about podcast and about movies. It's like yeah, we're we're as you can tell by the success of this uh, podcast, yeah. we're laser focused. By the way, getting close to three hundred. This is episode two ninety. Damn. Yes. Wow. Um, so, Bright, we we obviously like. The cast of this, yes, right. At least the main cast: Jamie Foxx, Jamie Tina, Fox, Tina, Fey. Tina Fey, Richard Richie, uh, Richard Iowate, uh, Alice Braga. Mm-hmm. I was on IMDb earlier with it, so I very like fresh in the in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graham Norton, Rachel House, who plays Terry. No, there it is. Felicia Rashad plays uh, I think uh, Jamie Foxx's mom. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, Darnell Rollins. <laughs> Darnell Rollins. Questlove is in it. He's Curly. Which one was Curly? The bald guy. Oh, got him yeah. Gig. yeah. Oh, wow. Questlove yeah. played someone so young. <laughs> and, and so vibrant. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, David Diggs, who's like everywhere now. He played Paul. Which... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Wow, this is a, this is a stacked case. Actually, it is a kind of a stacked case. Even the minor characters. Yeah, go through it. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess the, the main thing, since, so we, we can tell right off the bat, the cast is going to knock it out the park. Right. And I feel like they did. You know, Jamie Foxx is known for his musical talent in addition to his acting talent. And yeah. so he was a great pick. I feel like if you look at Jamie Foxx's career, just like on paper, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But then when you see him actually in it, you're like, oh, this makes total fucking sense. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is one of like the most chameleon-like actors that doesn't make a big deal of how big of a chameleon they are as an yeah. actor. Like you look at something like... Um... The Jamie Foxx show, how he started. Right. And you think, like, how is anyone going to take this guy seriously? The man from Booty Call. Yeah. won an Oscar for Ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's wild. He's, uh, peop, you know, Will Smith does more blockbusters, I guess. Yeah. But Jamie Foxx is, like... Jamie Foxx tries. Yeah. Because you can never say, like, well, what's what's a Jamie Foxx role? Because you could say, if I ask you, what's a Will Smith role? Yeah, you, you know, you know what it is. You know, protagonist, charm, you know, witty one-liners, you know, yeah. Yeah, and in Jamie Foxx, he doesn't always have to be the good guy. Right. He doesn't always have to look good. Well, Baby when he's driver. not... Good point. Yeah. I was going to say, like, in Electro, he wasn't a great bad guy, but <laughs> no, in, I mean, in Baby Driver, he was a great I, bad guy. Yeah, I, and I think with Baby Driver, you saw, like, how, like, villainous he can be, mm-hmm. but this is, he's more of a villain. <laughs> and from what I hear, um, Jamie Foxx is, like, really great on set. Oh really? Yeah, like for, like um, I was talking to one of it. I wasn't talking to. I uh, saw a video on one of his stuntmen. Okay. Uh, the, and this is like he's a very like prominent stuntman in, in the industry because he's black, so he can like he's pretty much he has to be every <laughs> black actor stuntman. <laughs> so he's like. Who's it this week? <laughs> he's like Black Panther one week, and then he is like this guy, that guy. Oh, but, that's cool. Well, yeah. I mean, good for him that he's keeping busy. Yeah. But for I mean, sure. Hollywood could you know start finding more. Like yeah, something, man. I know. Um, there's like a skinny one, and then there's like a little more jacked one, and he's the little more there's jacked. There's a bald one. one and one with hair. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it'd be like that. But uh, yeah. So uh, he's talking about how, like, on set, like, in addition to being like the lead actor and, and like reading the lines of the lead of the protagonist, being the lead actor, there's like a bit of a. Sometimes, if you take it on, there can be a bit of a responsibility to that. Like, you know, um, as far as keeping spirits up being around being like constantly work like working like there are things that a lead actor can do that makes everyone else step their game up and jamie fox is the type to do that so like he was doing an action movie it's not out yet but he was he's like shooting it at, oh yeah it's, 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 i think it is out so like powered up or power oh the one on netflix yeah so when he was shooting that apparently he was like just anytime he wasn't re- he wasn't like shooting he was like going over choreography with uh, the stunt double or he was like going over lines with the script supervisor he was like talking to the or like hanging out with these people and just he was always like on doing something with someone right that like everyone he just brought up morale a lot so like not one person like no matter who the person was on the call sheet like they he still gave them the right amount of time like yeah. the, like the respect that they deserve yeah think of him like a locker room leader in wrestling good for him yeah I li- you know what the thing is I always like Jamie Foxx. Yeah. There's never come a point where I'm like, Jamie Foxx. Fucking Jamie Foxx, right? Come on, I've had enough of this guy. Maybe maybe after like the 900th time I heard Gold Digger. Maybe then I was like, (laughs) Jamie, come on. When I heard Gold Digger at my cousin's wedding, I was like, this is enough, Jamie Foxx. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the DJ do that? (laughs) Only half of that story is true. Uh, You weren't actually tired of Jamie Foxx. It was... I mean, it was it was later in the evening, and that's when they played it. I know it's like it's when the hits come out, but yeah. like the couple of hits you got to leave in the back. Yeah, exactly. That's a different kind of party yeah. for that one. Especially, it was a very nice wedding Aww. at a very nice establishment in Brooklyn. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's by a bay, um, mm. and like when that came on, I was like, <sighs> Yeah. Oh no. But you know what I find? I find that usually when that goes on. People don't realize. No, yeah. Also, that and Runaround Sue. I've had, yeah. I've, I've had my say about Runaround Sue at a wedding. Not happening. I think you actually said that on the podcast. Probably. Yeah. Go back and look. You could find all of our episodes. What was the last wedding we went to? You went to uh, Vinny's wedding. Vinny's. Yeah, Vinny's was the well, last we went to, right? Yeah, that was in 2019, right? Yeah, I think so. My friend Mike. Also, my friend Mike. That yeah. was the last yeah. wedding I went to. Did Flying have any problematic songs, that is? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe I mean I know he's not listening to this. Did his band play? So I, <laughs> I joked with him all the time. Like, I was I was a groomsman at his wedding, and I was very happy to you know be there, obviously. Mm-hmm. And 
went uh, we we uh in the summer me and him him and I went to St. Louis for a baseball trip. We've always tried to we were trying to plan a baseball trip for a while. So he told me he's like, "Yeah, like I had this playlist that I'm going to give the DJ that he has to play and like I don't want any of this this and this like stuff." I'm like all the like the, the like he's like I don't want the fucking cha cha slide. I don't oh, want this. Fuck I don't yeah. want like, yeah, yeah. like that's not the crowd we're bringing. Like it's it's like uh, you know like punk rock kids and all that. I'm like yeah like hey, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when we when the wedding happened, you know it, it's a, it was a very beautiful place in Long Island City, and I was standing at a table in front of the DJ booth, and he's like this is pre uh, first dance pre like. Although, like, the set of pre-speeches. They're still warming up. Everyone's getting there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm listening to the, like, I like obviously because I'm a groomsman, so I've been drinking for a little while. Sure. But, like, I'm not, like, at that point where I'm like, oh, I can't. I was going to say, like, before the speeches, you've been we're, drinking a while? Well, yeah, I mean, we were drinking in the bus, we were drinking in the apartment, gotcha. whatever. And so, like, I'm sitting there listening, like, I'm, t- I'm talking to a couple people, and I'm, like, listening to the music. And you know at a wedding, it's loud. Yeah. You could barely hear anything. I'm sitting there at this wedding, like, I'm in front of the speaker. Yeah. I can't hear a thing. Nothing's coming through. Jeez. And I go outside, I'm like, am I going deaf? Like, mm. So I come back in, it's still a little low. And then <laughs> later in the night when they start playing more like the popular songs, mm-hmm. it's fucking loud. It's bumping. Yeah. So I told them later, I'm like, yo, I think your DJ sandbagged you. Yeah. Early on. So all of Mike, all, all of Mike's, Mike's songs, songs, he... Just like, they were so low. Oh, shit. I was like, dude... <laughs> He's like, it's like I know, like Paradise by the Dashboard Lights was blaring. Yeah. And everything else. Pretty fucking low. I was like, he was, this guy wanted to play the Cha Cha Slide. Yeah, he really like, wanted the Cha Cha Slide for it. But then, hard turned back into uh, Jamie Fox. Yes. Yeah, Jamie Fox always struck me as a good guy. Yeah. Like him, Dave Batista, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. They always kind of have this. They, I mean, you could tell if someone's a dick. Mm-hmm. Like you, they like sincerity is very easy to pick up on. Mm-hmm. And you could tell when someone's faking it and someone's not faking it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's hard to tell if they're faking it, but you can tell when someone means it. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell real sincerity. Yeah. Then, like, it hits different. Yeah. Right. And sometimes, and a lot of times I feel like Jamie Foxx has that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes. He's someone that's very talented, both music. I mean, I don't, I doubt it was really him tickling the keys, but like just he's somebody that can right. pull that off. Like right. he's and a musician at heart. It, yeah. And so when he talks about music and stuff, you believe it. Mm when joe's speaking about music i think there's a lot of good little things in this that this movie does i think on the bigger uh like i said like the actual overarching theme we described in like two minutes you know but there's a lot of little examples of it or a little or a little like conversations little scenes the plot is very easy yeah because it is you know basic mismatch couple have to get it's you know it's like it's every buddy cop movie it's yeah you know every road trip movie yeah, it's, a, it's, it's every like Disney movie where like you they you can tell by these two want these things. It's like, alright, well, obviously they're gonna get it, realize it's not what they really want, and mm-hmm. then you know, like you you can see it a mile away. Yeah, right. yeah. I think, and the thing is, what what I think makes Disney and the people who write Disney movies and the people who make like Pixar movies like this is that when you can see the stuff coming a mile away and it still affects you, mm-hmm. that's the trick. That's the that's the actual movie. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter what they say. I mean, it doesn't matter what they're doing on screen. It just matters how it affects your being. Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's like, you, you, you know, you, you could put that in any genre. Right. You know, like even a rom-com that like, even if it hits the basic beats of a rom-com, if it does it well and it's inspired, right. it'll come off better than somebody who was literally just trying to hit all the beats of a rom-com. Yes. You know, um, but yeah, I think. Uh, but I think for me, what stays with me after watching this movie isn't those beats. Right. It's not the like, oh, you know, like they, like, like, oh, is twenty two going to really get her spark? Like, right. That's not. That's not what sticks with me. Or like out number one billion, yeah, like point two four. Yeah. I. I or when twenty two turns into like the the lost soul, and it's like, do I the depression monster? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, is that. Is the Zyrtec commercial really gonna like never come back to? It's like I know, I know what's gonna happen. It doesn't surprise right. me when he walks in and tells her, he apologizes, tells her like, "No, you really do have a way to live." And then she like that part is not what sticks with me. What sticks with me is like the little girl who wanted to quit. Right. Like playing. That, I felt that uh, was it Connie. Yeah. In the like when she 
played and he kind of explained being in the musical zone, like even in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Like when he's talking about when he first fell in love with jazz, like that's a good moment. Yeah. I fucking love that. And I like it. He's like, y- you get what I'm saying. Like, he goes through this huge like narration about how much it means to him and how complicated it is and everything. He's like, y- it kind of gets what I'm saying, right? And Connie's like, I'm 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but but I, it's just, for me, it was such a, like a real depiction of like just a teenager with like something that is that's passionate about something that's not really cool right you know like when she's going ham on that can't ex- can't relate <laughs> yeah right when she's when she's uh going you know going to town on her trombone right um it's a trombone right yes okay trumpet's a small one yes trombone's a long one like, oh, 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 oh. yeah trombone yeah, got right. it okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she's going in the beginning she's going ham on the trombone and then when she sees that nobody else cares right. like she's well when people start laughing at her yeah and she feels self-conscious she feels self-conscious when they do that crossover with inside out um <laughs> when riley's laughing at her yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> loser yeah um yeah so she goes and she's ready to quit and what one what i like is that joe is so wrapped up in his own life he's gonna be like all right quit mm-hmm but then it's 22 that's like, no, you actually, like, you right. fuck he's, with he's this. Like, I don't have, when he, in the most Disney move, but when I saw that fucking cat, I was like, he's going to be in that cat. Yeah. He's oh. definitely going to be in that cat. Yep. Like, <laughs> I didn't see it on, like, any, I didn't look at the poster beforehand, but then <laughs> when I saw the cat lying on his, his leg, I'm like, one of them's going to be a cat. Yeah. <laughs> going to be him. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, okay. Are they going to, are people going to understand the cat? Is because I thought, like, 22's voice coming out of Joe was funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, that would be funnier if people like, oh, wow, you have a very... I didn't expect that voice out of you. <laughs> like, oh, oh, if they actually... And now this cat's talking. Like, but, if he actually sound, If his vocal cords changed to that of a middle-aged white woman? Exactly, yeah. Gotcha. And, like, but I was like, fuck, all right, all right. And then it's, and then when you're watching it, you're seeing what why I think it was great that she didn't end up in the cat is because you actually got to see and and you can relate to some like a human experiencing the world yeah uh not just for the first but like enjoy, like it would be weird to see like a Joe go oh here's some fucking pizza cat you know right but like the fact that he's like here's some pizza and she I guess was stealing pizza off every mm-hmm. corner mm-hmm. and then yeah kind of like living and it, 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 it was kind of great because you get to see this wonder yeah and it it's yeah. Well, when the whole point of the movie is like that, we should appreciate the world around us and like right now, right? Um, and what we have, it just makes sense that that's gonna resonate better if we see a human doing those things, right? Rather than a cat. Um, and but yeah, it was something. Like, and then her just kind of when 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 twenty two is kind of essentially like telling the kid like, oh, you want to quit? Like, okay, like I have no investment in this. And the kid kind of talks herself into going, right? You know, into sticking through with it, like that. For for me, just I don't even know how much it even relates to the central themes of the movie. Right. But like, it just felt really. Uh, have you ever had that kind of moment? If you like said like, if you spoke to someone, you're like I'm kind of on the fence about this thing, and they're like, they kind of let you spin your wheels back into mm-hmm. your your groove. Have you ever Have you ever had that? Uh. I mean, I I've, I know that I've definitely done that for people. Like, let, like sometimes you just got to let somebody talk it out. Right. And, you know, if they're struggling with something and they're, they're between two choices, deep down they already know what choice they want. Yeah. You know, but they need to be pushed. They need to hear the words coming out of them themselves. Right. Yeah. And they come to you because they think that you're going to tell them one thing and, that, and they're expecting that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's better just to let them talk and really figure out what that what's really going on and they can tell you they can like say things that help them come to the conclusion without the without the really difficult part of having a tough conversation with yourself right instead you can have an easy conversation with someone else right yeah. and and come to the same conclusion because yeah, like subconsciously it's honestly just a one-way conversation yeah 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 because like i know like, exactly like you're like okay like because all you could do is just you could you could nod and you could say like well yes this has some points but then the person's just gonna be like, well, no, 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 no. They'll they'll come back around to it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, and in this in the in the movie where you got to see Connie play, and then twenty two actually see it and hear it and feel like everything, and not just be 
in the in the in the I guess the zone pit mm. or wherever she is. Right. Kind of just seeing people just be there. She got to experience it, yeah. and I think that helped change her 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 spark. Yeah, it started like pushing her in that direction. Yeah. It was it's a cool character scene for both of them. Whereas like you see this girl dealing with something that you know she's she doesn't want to accept that it's her passion. Mm-hmm. You know. And because yeah, because it's not a cool. Because it's not a cool thing. Right. No one else in her class is into it. We didn't even know what a trombone was five minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So it's definitely not a cool thing. Right. But um, but also for twenty two to be like, all right, well, oh, this is somebody that is really into this. Right. Really into what she does. You know, and you could and and, and what's cool, even even though it's super duper funny mm-hmm. to hear about all these uh, all the like the savants of the past trying to get through to twenty two. Right. Like they were all just telling, look at all, look at all these things I've done. Look right. at all my accomplishments. Look at all these things that you can do. But she didn't actually see any of them, really, yeah. in the moment, doing what they love. I feel like that's kind of it, that scene in the stairwell is also mirrored with the scene in the hall of everything, because mm-hmm. it's like, well, how about this? How about that? It's like, well, can't taste it, can't smell it. Yeah. So I can't experience it. Right. Because you could just point at something, which then then kind of puts the movie on a different scale of like all these people are going in to human life with a lie because they never experienced anything not a lie but an expectation i, I you know? yeah like they're I, like look like you could you could you could do this you could accomplish that and someone would be like oh that's cool but and then they also, come in with that but for some people it doesn't work like that like you could say like you could be i don't want to i don't want to pick a profession that's like okay like a teacher because mm-hmm. i feel like that's where it was going to end up like he well, just, Joe was a teacher. Yeah. Joe was a teacher. Yeah. And like, but he didn't accept being like the, res- like not like the responsibilities of a teacher. Mm. Cause he's like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. He was going like, to turn her this. away. Like, I'm just going to go. I want to play this big thing. But it's like, you could help shape people and you could help fix and make these people, kids realize, you know, that music is a great thing. Right. So you could, you could start pushing. And even when you introduce the curly, it's like, this is my favorite class. Yeah. Like, you're the reason why I'm here. Yeah. And it's that's the whole thing is that it's the little things, right? You know, yeah, your whole class is gonna might blow you off, but so, Connie right. liking it or Curly showing what Connie can be is what makes it worth it, right? Yeah, and I I feel I wish the movie kind of hit on that a little bit more. Me too, because it kind of just was like just apologize and get just go along mm-hmm. and go about living. Yeah, yeah, because like I I do feel that. I, I said it to you when you came here. Uh, I felt that it was a good movie. Just the ending was a little sloppy. Like the the it was a little because uh, 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 it's a quick movie. It was an hour and yeah, a half. It is quick. Just stretch it out, Pixar. We're here. What, what would you, what would you think would have been a an a, like an appropriate fate for Joe? Or do you not think Twenty Two should have gotten her life? I think Twenty Two should have gotten her life. I, I mean, I don't know if it's. I would have liked to see Joe kind of to continue teaching, but like doing like, but then like having his own like outside stuff. So, Mm -hmm. because he's like the whole performance where, oh, by by the way, I know we're 27 minutes in. There's no spoilers really in it. Yeah, it's it's available to watch. He died, he came back. It's a movie. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, that's the movie. He died twice. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) whatever. But like the, what, I forgot the musician's name dorothy or, dorothy yeah. and she's like a young fish came up to an older fish and mm. said i'm looking for this thing called the ocean he's like well son you're in the ocean he's like no i'm in water i want the ocean so he, this whole idea is that like he's not seeing how big the world is i would have liked to see him kind of like have that new set where he's just like you know what i'm gonna teach i'm gonna like i could see the world through teaching and i could see be the i could experience the world through helping people because you know he helped 22 who's the hardest to teach or mm-hmm. show the world to. And then maybe at the end, have like a little kid who might look like 22 a little bit. I don't know. That's a that's bit a much. Bit, I know that's, that's a bit pushing it. But like, I know, you I knew it when you said it. <laughs> like that's, you know what? That, that's like 1993 Disney. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like, you know what I mean? It's like him kind of like accepting. He'll have like maybe his role is not being like... the greatest jazz musician. Maybe his role is... Because like, even they said, like, it's inspiring people. So yeah. that's what he's going to do. He's going to go out and inspire people. Right. And maybe that's what he was going to do when he walked out of his door. <laughs> but you didn't get to see it. movie stopped right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, another thing is that his, 
like what do you what like his uh, the whole thing is like what's the difference between your spark mm. and your reason your purpose right right and i think if the, the whole idea is that you're what you're meant to do is completely open-ended right you know as long as you are appreciating your life so right, if we yeah. go to see what he ends up doing and stuff that's not as important as knowing that he's going to appreciate the life that he wherever he right. wherever it is that he ends up yeah and i think like that that end montage when it goes through his whole life yeah i thought that was really good yeah i was fucking oh <laughs> Oh, with his dad? Oh, man. Oh, fireworks. Oh. Yeah. Um, I do have to say, it, I do like how New York this movie is. Hell yeah. That this is a New York movie. This is a straight up New York movie. And the only reason why I'm saying it's a New York movie, not because of everything that's in it and all that, but the fact they clown on the Knicks very hard. Yo. <laughs> they... What a what a! I've been messing with this team for decades. <laughs> Yo, just slit their throats with that just one. Absolute murder! I was like, oof, that is that's true blue. That's yeah. right there. Well, the the director, lifelong Knicks fan. Okay. Who said like they've in my in the entire time that I've been alive, they haven't won one championship. So I can <laughs> so I can get away with this. <laughs> no, I mean I agree. Like, I, go good, go get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you earn it for being a, a Knicks fan for that long. You right. can you can make those jokes, <laughs> but the fact that he called him out by name, right? <laughs> and said, "Oh, the New York Knicks lost again." There's like certain things that are like, I was like, "Did this was the only reason why this movie had this in it was for this one thing?" This joke, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, maybe," because I watched uh, Doolittle. The Robert Downey Jr. Oh, really? Doolittle. Oh, boy. Is bad. Yeah. I'm, we're not doing it for the show. Don't worry. Cool. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't want to go through that again. Right. But they have a squirrel character there. Now, I don't know if it's a bad... Because it's a bad movie. They just have too many characters. Mm -hmm. But they call the squirrel Kevin. Well, everyone else has this old school, like, English name. Mm. And I was like, why would they call this fucking squirrel Kevin? And then, like, maybe 45 minutes into the movie... The squirrel goes, Kevin's log. I was like, is it the only reason why he's there is to say Kevin's, Kevin's log? Because it sounds like Captain's log. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I'm kind of into this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that roped you in. That, that, that got me right back in. I feel like Kevin's log isn't even that close to Captain's log. It's the most you can do with <laughs> what you're given. I hope not. If that's, if that's like the most thought they put into that movie. I think it is. Yikes. Because it's not that good. Oh, man. But this movie is that soul is very well thought out. Mm -hmm. To even like the the Jerry's and the Terry, mm -hmm. like the fact that they could be not they could they could change their process. Yeah. Midway through, because like Terry is the accountant, and she's like something's missing, and like they're like yeah, fucking let it go. <laughs> yeah, weird how oblivious everyone, how much everyone disregards Terry. Right. Yeah, when but they're supposed the, to be, like, other planar beings. I feel like, but that's the villain for villain's sake. Mm -hmm. Like, they need, they need some sort of obstacle. Yeah. But you don't. No, I mean, really, like you said, Joe is the biggest Joe obstacle. Is the, yeah. Yeah, he's the villain in this. Because you see, like... Even and, from the beginning, like, he's the one that jumped off of the conveyor belt. Right. You know, he's the one that, you know, got a, this idea to sneak... Oh, he lied about being a doctor. Right. Right? That's like, that's that like hit home, didn't it? Like I learned, I earned my doctorate. No, I, I didn't actually. Like, you probably make a better one than me, honestly. And then he did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and then you know his whole plan to like let this girl get a taste of what life can be, so that I can take that taste and use but then it. Tell her that everything she experienced was not even real. It was only because it's only because she was there. Yeah, it's because she was stealing it from him. Right. Yeah. Um, that was hurtful. That was so like the meanest thing I've seen in a Disney movie. Yeah, and I've seen Bambi's getting her mom, like the mom, get killed. Yeah, well, <laughs> that one's rough. I mean, and it's also just like his ego. Right. It's just the most egotistic thing. It's it's maybe not the most brutal thing, but it's just like it, it didn't make you want to root for him anymore. No, yeah, and that's why I wish there was a little bit more time built in. Like it was a little bit longer. Like could have been like an hour fifty, hmm. because I would like the interaction in the barbershop where he's like. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, when he, he's talking to Dez, and Dez is like, you know, like, he's like, oh, I, you know, he, the cat's like, he's, uh, as Joe as the cat's like, he's born to cut hair. This was his spark. Like, this is what he, it's like, and you find out that's, and even uh, 22 was like, oh, you were born to do this. It's like, no, I was, you know, I wanted to be a vet, 
but sorry, I just punched the laptop. <laughs> uh, but I went to the Navy. I had a sick kid, and barber school was the most costly and effective thing. But I, you know, lived my life through, it, and it's great. You know, I've experienced good things. Yeah. And that, like, because, and also because Joe wasn't in his body, he couldn't stop that interaction. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the that's the, the whole thing. To that whole neighborhood. Well, like, yeah, right. Exactly. Well, like you said, with the whole switcheroo, right, is that it's classic Disney. But when you use the switcheroo mm-hmm. to allow your character to realize something about himself that he couldn't stop that right. he normally would in his own body, that's the point of a switcheroo. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you do it. People do the switcheroo just for laughs, and other times they do it for laughs and also to, to learn act something. Yeah. right and. A soul does it for the right reasons. Yeah. And hearing his story is just so... It, I don't know. Something just felt real about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because there's I, so I, many people that, like, they don't end up living out their dream. But the what's, what really touches me is that that's okay. Yeah. Because the guy had a very fulfilled life, you know, and he's happy. And, you know... That's why, like, I always said, I always said this to, like, about... I selfishly, about, like, where I work. Like, mm. obviously, I didn't go through school to end up where i am now mm-hmm. but like that's not me yeah. i'm just using it to get things that i could help make me happy right like i you know was able to you know move out on my own and do buy my own car and all this other like but that's like materialistic shit but it's like just because i'm working at a place doesn't define who i am yeah like uh even even for me like people um, I was talking to somebody because we uh, match day is like a big day for like dental students and res- you find out what residency you end up in. And, okay. And, uh, you know, if you hopefully you get again up in the program you like. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended up in the program I liked uh, last year and I was, you know, very happy. Very Not actually two years ago. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Wow. Moving quick. Yeah. Moving quick. Yeah. Um, no, I was, you know, very happy. 2020 skip year was. <laughs> yeah. Literally. That's what I was. That's that's where my mind went. And I was very happy about that. You know, obviously, big accomplishment. Right. Um, and if I didn't, then where I would have ended up was it was up in the air. I had no idea. Right. You know. But now, I'm in my situation, and I'm talking to a lot of other like people that are their match days coming up, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know what I would do if, you know, if I couldn't do pediatric dentistry or I couldn't do this. Like, this is my passion. Like, I wake up every morning, like, ready to do this. And I was like, for for is it do I enjoy my job more than I would enjoy a job on other jobs? Right. You know, do I, you know, do I, I, do I like being good at my job? Yeah. I want to be better at my job. I want to be the best I can be at my job. Right. You know, um, so that there is passion there to be, to, for me to get better at what I do. Right. So I can take care of people in the best way that I can. Mm-hmm. But if I could, was, was, did I grow up wanting to be a dentist? Right. You know, like, no, I'm not a, I'm not that much of a dweeb. At, like, five years old, you know what? Put down the candies, put down everything. Yeah. Like, I'm a dentist now, man. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and nobody nobody does it for that reason. Like, I don't no. care what they tell you. Some people may say they're really passionate about drilling teeth, but really they're passionate about the lifestyle that being a dentist can afford people. Right, yeah. You know? And, and I, for me, I, am I passionate about the actual work? No, I'm passionate about, like, helping kids, making kids co- feel comfortable, making kids yeah, feel better. Yeah, it's probably more about, like, the interacting. Yeah, the, the, right. Like, the, the Forming dentist- bonds with these families, right, you know? Right, the dentistry is just a vibe. It's, it's, like, kind of, like, it's just... It's a vehicle through which I do that. So... But that also says something to you, is that, like, a lot of people, like, yeah, like, they, they want to do, like, the tactical shit, like, the, the drilling, the, the moldings and all that, but, like, it's more important for you to be a better... Yeah. A doctor is not just practice of the medicine it's also everything else around it yeah that one of my the one of my attendings that i look up to the most he always says like you can i can teach anybody how to drill a tooth the right way i can't teach them how to you know act treat people the right way right. that's something that sometimes that people just learn early on or they have it or they don't right and so i always try to keep that in mind that like you know i'll get faster like with time or i'll get better with time but if i keep track of how I treat people and make that the number one priority, right. like, I'll be okay. You, and, you could always learn how to have the talent, but you could never... No, 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 I lost my track. <laughs> you could always learn the Look, skill, but you, you can't always, learn... You could always be the best on the team, but you have to be the best with the team. Mm. Some shit. I don't yeah. Know. 
I, like, you know, it just, it, sure. it's better to be a better person. Yeah, I mean, and, in this different... case in point, like, one of my co-residents, he's miles ahead of me as far as, like, just clinical proficiency. Right. Like, he's faster than me, he's more precise than me, but a lot of patients will come to me like, I'd rather, like, like you're going to do the next one, right? Because the la- the other guy did something before, and, you know, it, it didn't go well. Like, you know, my daughter didn't like him. Like, I, I, I don't know. It, he said it hurt. It didn't do a good job. He, and none of that's true. He did a great job. Right. The, the patient was perfectly numb for the it's, whole thing. It's the bedside manner. It's the bedside manner. The patient wasn't as comfortable with him. And that made all the difference. It made all the difference to the parent. But anyway, this isn't about dentistry. My point is. No, exactly. You're, like, yeah, you're right. Your point is, My point is, is, that, is that yeah, it just because you do something doesn't make you that thing. Yeah, yeah. You could and, be the best dentist, but people would you could be broke because yeah. nobody wants to go see you, or you could just you know you could just be the best you. Right, and it's like what Des Des didn't like. He didn't grow up wanting to cut hair, but through the relationships he's formed with people over mm-hmm. time, getting to hear about people. And, and learn about their days and get, help them and all this and make them feel better when they leave. That's why he does what he does. And that's what he, and he's able to focus on that right. and get happiness out of it, even yeah. though it's not his quote unquote purpose for living. Right. And yeah. like, even like, uh, what kind of, <laughs> but no, like when I used to go to barbers, mm-hmm. I used to, have... <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I, 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 I remember the ones when I cut my hair, they would talk to me and like, kind of like, you know, get it out of up. you. Yeah. And then. Yeah. I remember the ones that would just be like, zip, zip, zip. Okay, go. Yeah. Like, give me a tip. Like, yeah. All right, no, thanks. Yeah, I, like, I don't want to tip you when you... Yeah. Tipping barbers is a, is a crazy thing for me. Like, I tip them, obviously, I, I have right. to because I want a haircut next time. But, right. like, you yeah, know... I don't want to keep on driving around finding a new barber yeah. every time. But, like, you know, it's... It, again, that's another thing. But another <laughs> thing about that scene is that, like you said, the switcheroo, it lets you highlight right. um, one of his flaws, which was that he was so focused on what he was doing... He, all he did was come in and talk about jazz that, you know, he never even asked anything about Des. No, yeah, he, ne- he didn't know anything about his kids. He didn't yeah. Know that's like, that's tough. For me, if, and that's, and that's one thing though, is that like, until his mom, you didn't really get that, like as an audience, I got that like gut punch in the barber scene where I was just like, ooh, like you have been fucking up. But for him, he's just kind of like a, oh, I didn't realize that. Anyway, let's get over and get my body back. You know what right. I mean? Like, it didn't, he didn't... He didn't let it sink in. He didn't let it sink in. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't until the scene with his mom, which for me is like the big... Yeah. The, like, the, the, steel, the, the steel of the movie. What did you think about that one? Since... Oh, him and his mom? Yeah. No, I loved it, because, like, it, it had to be the... Because the reason why he's so focused on music came from, you know, his dad. And then, like, he was trying to build it, but he only saw, he thought it was unfair that his mom would kind of be holding him back in his mind. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, the only reason why your dad still did it is because there was a successful business behind him. Yeah. Like, you know, the old saying, like, behind every man, it's behind just... every great man is a, a greater woman. Yeah. And, like, she, and then he never really saw that. Right. So it's, it. His, the blinders came off of Joe because he couldn't control his body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but and, and again, it's a, that's the whole point of a switcheroo. Right. He can have this conversation that he would never have the balls to have. He never did have the balls to have as a human. Right. Right. And, uh, and then just him getting his dad's suit right. after it was just like a really nice, it's like nice her accept. I mean, it was funny because, uh, the way his mom treated him, like I watched it with my family, mm. it, were, it was like, damn, how did they get my mom in this in this movie? We were telling, just, like, Ma, I didn't know you did the you voice. You listened to just kind of doing yeah, a slight turn. Yeah, yeah, we were just like, Ma, I didn't know they, that you were in this. Right. Because she's <laughs> just her, her curtness. Right. And, uh, and, and how, yeah, and it, it's funny because my sister, um, she's applying to med school now. Okay. And she, for a while, she wanted to be a PA instead. All right. She was like, you know, I don't want to go through all the years of, of med school and I don't, I kind of like the the work of the PA more than the work of a of a doctor, you know. And and she was like kind of feeling that. And we were all like, "All right, bet, go for it." Yeah. My mom <laughs> did not say that. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And it and it her reasoning was not as like practical as uh, Joe's mom. Right. Whereas Joe Joe's mom was was quite worried about him financially and. Yeah, because like what happens if he, his head's his head so far up his own patooch yeah. that he like what is he gonna do when she dies? Right. Yeah. Right. 
Um, because again, he's so focused on this goal. He's so goal oriented. He's not. And I was. And I, and I looked living. at his apartment. I was like, "That's a tough tale to tell." Right. It's a pretty. And he started playing piano late at night. I'm like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a small amount. <laughs> you should have just knocked out of the zone by like somebody taking a broom to yeah, his right? floor. Um, Someone coming across the fire escape like, hey, yeah. I don't work in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, go, go. No, um, What was it? We were my, talking about Liz and Oh, yeah. So she, uh, my mom kept like really like just get it. She wouldn't let up and just like, you, why would you be a PA if you're gonna be in the medical field? Why wouldn't you be the best the position that you can be in the medical field? You know, you can be a PA your whole career and do all the work of a doctor, and then no one's ever gonna respect you the way that they respect a doctor. And you know, I mean, I see both points. I, yeah, I see, I see. Like, I, I mean, I even saw Joe's mom's point in this movie. Like, yeah, you could take the full time gig. Like, it's, there's no shame in that. Like, yeah, you know, there's and also with your mom's point is like, why settle? Not settle, but like, why attain this easy goal when you could challenge yourself for a harder goal? Right. To, I mean, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Because I was like, I just want two doctors. Literally, no. At the end of the day, that's all it was. This oh. is how. Because we were like, because she was like, you know, no one's gonna respect a PA the way they respect a doctor. Right. And we're just like, is are you worried about nobody respecting it, or are you worried about you respecting it and our aunties respecting it? Mm. You know, because she oh, right damn. now. Right now, she can tell them, "Oh, you know, my my son is a dentist. He went to Columbia. Like right. he's a, you know, she, you know, she would say doctor, and then she'd have to clarify that I'm a dentist if they ask, right? Still a still a great. Th- I don't know why they said because she she just you know she there's just this obsession in the culture about like doctors. Um, but still, like it's still a doctor. Like dentist is. I mean, we're we're getting a lot of stuff out. Here, I know, but people like to people <laughs> like to downplay. Any way they can, right. and they're like, "Oh, a dentist? That's not the same as." That's a like what I say. Like, yeah, I'm a utility man. I'm just a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a con- I'm just an old lady secretary. This an old lady secretary. <laughs> old lady. That's a tough job. I just fix people's cable by going. Uh, you're on the wrong input, ma'am. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> it's a source button, ma'am. Yeah. Um, you want to unplug it and plug it back in? Just it's the it's the tiny black cable in the back of the box. That's the one. That's the one. No, no, just the one plug. Just the one plug. <laughs> Um, eventually my sister you know my mom pressured her so much like anytime they went anywhere if they if they anytime they went to like a doctor's office or anything she'd be she'd be like oh are you a doctor or a pa oh a pa would you say that you're happy as a pa or would you rather have been a doctor like she'll ask like pas that or she'll like or like the doctor would come in and be like hey oh hi yes doctor my daughter she you know wanted to be a doctor but now uh she thinks it's too hard she just wants to be a pa do you think that's a good idea can you tell her and like yeah, and like my sister Whoa. just got sick of it. Until yeah. then she's like, fine, I'll just, oh, I'll not... I'll take the MCAT, I'll be a doctor, fuck, and oh, uh, or I'll try. Right. You know, and my mom's just like, well, listen, you know, only if it makes you happy. And Ooh. yeah, my mom is, yo, Mama Taylor is that's absolutely some... ruthless. Mm, that's some guilt trip right there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. Ooh, Mama baby. Taylor is, but is I mean, the villain. Mama Taylor's <laughs> the villain in all our stories, but uh. <laughs> But, um, you know, love her to death. Right, but, right. But, you know, that death is going to come soon for me <laughs> with Mama Taylor. I would love it if you if your mom goes to, like, a doctor with one of one of you guys, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, doctor, aren't you happy being a doctor? Well, I go to bed every night with a gun in my mouth. Yeah. Just <laughs> contemplating the choices I've made. I could have been a painter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was a big mistake. Right. <laughs> Click. <laughs> I think tonight I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this conversation's convinced me, man. Yeah, thank but... you. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you made me see the errors of my way. Yeah. Ugh. All joking aside, that's... I mean... That's dark. That's but, dark. Yeah. As we're talking about this Disney movie. Oh, yeah. But it's a Disney movie about a guy dying. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. have little kids say hell. So yeah, exactly. Who's really at fault here? Right. Disney. Disney. Um, but anyway, yes. <laughs> to bring it back to the barbershop scene... I like scene. a hard pause. <laughs> be like, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, no, we're on the we're on the mom scene. We're on yeah, the mom scene. The mom scene. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like, I get where she's coming from. I get where Joe's coming from. You know, mm-hmm. like, fact, like, what? Where Where do you see, see about Joe? Where Joe's coming from? Where like, do you see, like where him do you see wanting that? to do this thing, like him, <laughs> him, him, him wanting to do the gig because I think it's going to change his life. Mm. But then also, I like, I like the fact that he played the gig and was like, I don't feel like how I was 
supposed to feel. Like right. this was supposed to be life changing, and I still feel this. And then what are we gonna do? Come back tomorrow and do the same thing. Yeah. He's like, like, and that that's the whole thing. Is like, his eyes were so like his eyes were bigger than his stomach, mm-hmm. and it's just like left him like, well, I could like he like he he was never satisfied. Yeah. And I feel like also I feel I wish that was played up a little bit more. The idea that being goal oriented doesn't always right. work, like give you the happiness, because there's always another goal. There's always one more thing. There's yeah. always another thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like an it's like an addiction. Like, and then you get everything, and then it's like, well, what, what do you what's do? Left? What, what's left? As, and that's kind of what he ran into. Alexander wept as there were no more worlds to conquer. Hans Gruber, die hard. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was a that that's a a great. I think that's the scene right there that yeah. should have been played up the most. Yeah, was the fish in the ocean. Yeah, uh, scene because that's really the crux of the movie right there, where he learns his lesson, which is that you know you're you've been looking for something that's been around you this whole time. Right. You've been looking for a purpose to life, but life is the purpose, and yeah. uh, and that but that, and when he figured that out, I don't know something about him running back to and then finding the depression monster. It didn't hit that hard for me. No, yeah, because it felt tacked on. It felt very kind like, of, yeah, yeah. It because it, it felt like Disney needed a happy ending. Because I feel like they came to him with that, and they're like, so. Uh, and keep also, going, like, keep going. The keep depression going. monsters were never built up as like something so horrendous. You know, well, yeah. It was always just like, oh, like it's it can happen, and but then we'll fix it, and it can get yeah. better. And it's like, all right, so then it'll happen, and then but someone also, fix like, it, it'll get better fucking moonstride or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck his name is why aren't you fixing everybody that's uh, fictional depression monsters yeah that's like that's a weird thing it's like why the only reason why you saved this one is because he was attacking joe in 22 like you're going out there on the ship mm-hmm. there's no reason why you can't do this right there's it's... nothing that says you can't do this what does he do instead he just goes around like an asshole yeah <laughs> he's just riding his boat listening to bob dylan yeah so he enters the zone and then he just hangs out. Yeah. I mean, he could be helping people. So wait, so, oh wait, hold on, time out. Hmm. So Joe got in the zone to go back into the little, the, 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 the zone pit to get with, Mo- does that mean he, and he, and then he died at the end. He couldn't be like, oh, wake up, I'm out of the zone. So does that mean Moonstone, the Moonstrat, whatever his name is? Died? Was that it? Moonbeam? Hmm. Uh, Graham Norton. Uh, does that mean he dies every time he goes in there and goes on his boat? No, I don't think that's like what it means. Like he just dies inside? I definitely don't think that's what it means. <laughs> I think when you when you go into the zone, it's like your soul kind of transcending right. your body. So I guess so if you when go... when your soul is separated from your body, i.e. death, you can enter the zone that way. Right. Or you can enter it, enter it through entering the zone. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. I think there's just two entrances. Okay. Yeah. There's the All little right. there's the little box that little the, hidden the, entrance oh, yeah, that twenty two has. Yeah. And then there's the way that that moonbeam does it. Huh. It's Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. <laughs> Sailor Moon. Oh shit. Oh, shit. Um yeah, but uh also like when he when he cures a depression monster, I don't think that's I don't think he's really curing usually he's not really curing anything. Right. Um because I think he just takes a like because the depression monsters are souls that don't have. No, they did. What so, is it again? They get so focused on what they're right. Uh, looking for. Oh, that's what that it, it is. overtakes them. That their anxiety and that's their, what everything it is. overtakes them, and they become. They don't become themselves. They become a monster. Yeah, so we could be saving a lot of like families and right. He could be helping and... a lot of people out. Yeah, and he kind of just blows right past them. Yeah, listening to like the third best Bob Dylan song. Yeah. Also, like, how does he save other people in the zone? Like, there's the thing. Like, there are people in the zone, and they're kind of like in their bubble. Mm-hmm. And then there's him that's just on oh, the I frontier. Think... That's what I'm saying. Is he? So is how he does he dead? do that? Is he dead when he's twirling that thing? Is he maybe he's just high as fuck on something? Like really high on something? That would be a great twist if you just see him just fucking. Is this hallucinogens? <laughs> Scarf down a couple of mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I believe that's it. Because remember, he yeah. had the whole like, like ritual right. set up for them. Okay. It's a he drug. Also, it's a drug-induced state yeah. of, of bliss. Yeah, the Disney soft hand way of saying he was high as fuck. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. All right. Okay. Which is a lot more softer than how Disney used to say they were high as fuck. <laughs> they would just like have the psychedelic colors and shit, and, and have like a cat smoking, and, and yeah. yeah. 
So Disney's really chilled out. Once yeah. They legalized marijuana. <laughs> but uh, uh, we're yeah. about fifty-four minutes in. Okay. Do you want to uh, grade it, or do you have anything else? Um. Any more childhood traumas you want to bring up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, that. we can get into it. Just gonna get messy. That's not cool. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to grade it. I'll say it's a, it's a movie that, um. Uh, you know their their message is a very good one mm-hmm. and it's one that uh they show well in a lot of the little the smaller scenes right and uh but there's i think i think the i think the movie is sort of a victim of its own premise right okay. where the journey was better than the destination do you feel like it could have worked out better if there was more time like because that was like it was one of me yeah if you had worked on the ending a little more if you had a little bit more fleshing out yeah like, yeah or yeah because I, See I think, Joe hook up with that old lady, or like, yeah. I'm glad they didn't. We didn't find out who that woman was that he was feeling though. Lisa. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we didn't find a Lisa. Yeah. Because um, it just seems like another goal right. that you shouldn't be focused on. Yeah, because if she's not a character, then she's just the goal. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that the movie was is the what's wrong with the movie is the same thing the movie says is is the same lesson of the movie where the. Is the journey and not the destination. So watching Joe's journey right. through like learning how he. You, or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Do you like when I, I wanted to bring it up earlier, but yeah. I kind of got lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, the when they show Joe's museum. And yeah. It's like, oh, I, I lived like a pointless life. And then when you see it again, the montage at the end, experiencing like him the cake, eating, the like, pie, the pie. Like, it's all yeah. the same things. It's just that like now you see it in. Not in a, a light of like right. a, a stagnant light. Yeah, well, I think you know the, one of the biggest things in the movie is perspective, right? right? And and I and you know you talk about a switcheroo. A switcheroo is literally just changing your perspective, yeah. and it kind of shows how um, that montage was great because it shows his full realization that the the his the what makes life great isn't getting your goal. It's right. the little pleasures that you gain along the way. Um, the friends you make along the way, and so, and I, I the the one at the pie really got me. Yeah. Because when I saw the first one, I was just like, I've seen that guy in a restaurant before, right? Alone eating a slice of pie. Like, I've I've felt bad for that guy before, and then you see him like loving the shit out of that pie, it's and you're just like, like, you know what? I kind of want to go just get a pie by myself. Right. You know? <laughs> just eat that pie. Over yeah. Pie. Not a big pecan pie fan myself. I I do enjoy pecan pie actually. So I mean I like most pies. Right. But, uh, I'm an apple pie kind of guy. Big, I'm big on apple pie. Yeah. With I love apple pie with ice cream. Ooh yeah, apple pie vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> this has been so many tangents on this one. I feel like, but, but also like, yeah, it, yeah, like we said earlier, like the plot is the plot is very yeah. simple. But it's it's it, seeing his it's the experience, the experience. Yeah. yeah, like the scene with him and and the scene with her having pizza for the first time. Right, very New York. Oh yeah, very. The, New scene, York. the scene with him in the barbershop. The scene with him and his mom. The scene with him, him and Connie on the, the subway grate. Yeah, true New York. The girl when 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 he uh, when she drinks the 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 juice that was right. under the seat. Oh God, that one got me. I was like, oh no. That very New York, yeah. but I was like, shit. I like that they didn't hide away from like that tinge of New mm-hmm. York because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see like a lot of things that like they'll stay at like a subway uh, terminal where it'll be like this big open like kind of well lit area. Yeah, it's like that's not what most subway no, stations are like. Just especially, I think that like, he was like close to I think the Brooklyn. Yeah, because they had the above the above ground uh, right. subway, and I was like, oh yeah, like. Give that shit a power wash. You know, it's funny actually. Um, cause also, you, I love I love the the guitarist in the that yeah was, that was great that was great yeah. great little moment there. I think the the subway is like a great microcosm as far as like the idea of perspective because you've taken a long ass subway ride and you can look at how disgusting everything is around you. Right. And then once you come up, oh my god, on yeah. that bridge and you just get a view of the outside, it's, it's amazing. That's yeah. That's one of these like wild things about. Uh, New York City, especially if you are going in from the train itself and have never been there, because mm-hmm. I know coming in from like Long Island, you could kind of you see the skyline, so like oh that's pretty cool, yeah. and then you go right underground, yeah, and then and then yeah, you're in there and you're like, trying to hell. find your way out, and you pop out on like Seventh Avenue, and you're like, right? Just take like that like when they come out of the hospital, and like it's the light, mm-hmm. the bright light, and then it's just busy, just life, and I'm yeah. like yeah, I remember all of that, yeah, and it's you know. <laughs> It's really cool. It's, it's really cool. to see, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think as a kid, because in, in, in Queens and Brooklyn, you have a lot of above ground right. subways. And I remember when I was taking the subway home, my favorite place to stand was always by the door because you could just lean and like look out the window. Okay. And you're not really, when you're looking out the window, you're just kind of looking out on all the rooftops and, you know, on the streets and stuff. And you're not really looking at how disgusting the, the subway car you're in is, right. isn't anymore. Um, and it's a really nice just view that you don't get and and that's kind of what that's kind of like what the whole idea of perspective is is that you can see yourself in a little metal can of trash right or you can look out the window and and enjoy the view see i to go back to talking about going into the city i always Mm -hmm. like when going in i mean we get i think past like jamaica Mm mm-hmm and you see all the old buildings lining them. Yeah. And, like, you, when you're down on the street, you're like, oh, fuck Queens and everything. <laughs> but then when you get to see the old, like, architecture of Queens, you're like, oh, shit. Like, this it's kind of nice. It's awesome. It's kind of nice, yeah. It's like they have these, like, weird, like, arched, like, windows. And they're like, yeah. fuck, like, we don't even see it. Right. But now, like, changing your perspective, but, like, changing from the street to the subway, yeah. to the uh, train, it's such, like, a different world. Hey, exactly. Exactly. You get to see the auto buy shops and the yeah. <laughs> the tire depots. The the yeah the golden crust uh, yeah. the like like Jamaican beef patty shops. Oh, I love um, I love me some golden crust. Yeah, That's some good shit. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll say that the movie, all those moments in the movie, really, I really enjoyed watching them. Yeah. But I think the end, um, you know, it for me it was it it I. I feel like it could have been something maybe a little more impactful. Um, I. I think like that he meets his dad. Oh, maybe you know something. Hey, hey, I think that I think dad. yeah. I like the montage. For me, that's like the climax, yeah. and everything after that montage felt like an afterthought. Right. Felt like an <laughs> epilogue almost. Like yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like when it when it happens, I feel like Disney was like, you gotta put something nicer on this. Yeah, because at the end, like I never when he goes to like help twenty two, mm-hmm. there wasn't one moment where I was just like, oh, I guess twenty two might not make it. <laughs> you know, like. You, another lost soul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, he's gonna she like he's gonna give her his spark. She's gonna live her life. He'll either. I kind of wish he accept. Do you wish he accepted death, or do you wish yeah, that he? Yeah, I kind of thought he was like, okay, he's dead now. Yeah, like, I kind of thought so, that was gonna like, happen. I was kind of like playing out like how that night went. Like Joe had a great performance. His mom, him and his mom reconciled. Yeah, and they now see each other in a different light. He's now living a a new world, like a new life. He. Uh, the mean guy at the barbershop respects him now. Mm-hmm. The, everybody else at the barbershop thinks he's this otherworldly fucking poet laureate kind of guy. <laughs> and then he sits at home and just has a massive heart attack. Yeah, just like, straight aneurysm just drops on the keys. Just yeah. like his head explodes or some shit. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. and we're, and like, it is like, and it is also like the, uh, the, uh, the sad to say, but like the mystery of death is like you ne- can never pick the right moment. Mm-hmm. But it's like it would be such like a weird thing for a Disney movie to be like, yeah, and then he, he dies. He's dead now. Yeah, but, and but in a way it would kind of make sense because like we said the whole time he wasn't really the good guy. No, you know, um, but like the moment the moment he could start living, he could get taken away. Yeah. And I and I think that's why they yeah. let him live because it's like now be, now that he can actually enjoy life right. the way he, he they you know the movie says he's supposed to enjoy it you know for the there's, for the little things there was a I, I know everyone's like waiting on the edge of our seats to grade it but there's a <laughs> there's i remember that like to kind of correlate with the the end where he gets to live like a new life it's like i remember a family guy thing where they had like a bank robbery and then one of the guys was like i'm gonna shoot this fucking kid i'm gonna shoot this kid hmm. and then like the, the gun's empty. He's like, well, now every day is a gift. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yep. But now, like, that's how he has to look at it. Like, that's kind of how he has to look at it, yeah. Like, okay, well, every day is something, could be something special. Right. Like, he's died twice. Right. And and it took him dying two times to realize. Yeah. It took him dying two times to right. realize one thing. Yeah. That people can just watch a movie and get. No, but, uh, no, but no, but it, it's, um, I get why he lived. It yeah. would have kind of been pointless for him to discover the meaning of life and then die. Right. But, uh, I do like the up cameo in it when he's like, oh, you only, he, this is, everything's like hypothetical. Oh, yeah, 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 And then he, she was like, I got double access. Yeah, 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 <laughs> It was cool. But for me, I'd say it's between a seven and an eight. Yeah, I'm in the same, so I was yeah. saying a seven and a half. Yeah. I liked Onward a lot more. I liked Onward more. But I feel like that's because it was more kind of geared towards 
well like, you know we're my experience of like brother we're bro- exactly yeah. we're both brothers we right. both have like, not brothers. with each other but no other, i mean it, it depends on the of, yeah. on the con on the phrase and how you phrase <laughs> yeah, right. and how, you, how you mean it but uh yeah and for me like big fantasy nerd but also big disappointment so it's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we know how it goes yeah so yeah. for me onward was, was right. right up my alley yeah um <laughs> Seven and a half would go seven and a half. Yeah, I, I'm leaning closer to eight, but I think okay. you're if you're leaning seven and a half, it brings I'm leaning it to more, seven yeah, because I think that ending really could have been better. Yeah, with more time. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of stuff got, a lot of unresolved issues are still there. <laughs> so seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, which I think is lower than most people gave it, but I stand by it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I know a lot of. I think a lot of people were just happy when it came out because like a finally a movie came out, like new content. Yeah, yeah. Like thank God. And it was, like, right at the same time as Wonder Woman. So we were just like, oh, this is so much better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're still not going to... We're not going to talk about Wonder Woman. Nah, that's no, it's fine. No, thank you. No, we don't need to. No. It's been said. Yeah. Everything's been Whatever's said. Whatever's been said is correct. Yeah. <laughs> that would be our whole thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, guys, that's our episode on Soul. Yes. And our episode on our own souls. As yes. we made it... In typical Movie Mayhem fashion, we made it entirely about now, ourselves. Now, will the next episode be a gift? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. There's not too many of them left. <laughs> but guys, uh, as always, to catch our, our last few episodes of the season and uh, the previous ones we've done in, in over the over the year, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to buy some shirts and stuff, go to tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast. With a D. With a D. Yes. Um, you can fix what, it anytime. Right. But I choose not to. <laughs> you keep it on brand. Uh, there's the something, there's somebody that we have coming on who's supposed to, we'll see if he's... We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there when I we think, get there. I think, like, right now everything's a little tough with things going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just want to wish some people get well soon. Yeah. You know, our fans. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Keeping it real. Yeah. Keeping it real 100. I guess. Wow. Mikey, get better. Yeah. Jeez, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Feel better, Sorry, Mikey. Buddy. And Anna. Yeah, and Anna, um, too. Anna, it Anna, sucks. Yeah. It sucks. I'm so, I'm very sorry. Yeah. But, till the next time. That's the shoot. Watch out for those open manhole covers. Oh, yeah, for sure. That They're real. The Ninja Turtle. You know he didn't die from the fall. He fell and then the Ninja Turtles beat his ass. That's right, yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh shit! Then it is. Fucking run Raphael fucking stabs one. Yeah. I'm not supposed to use these. It's a Disney movie. Say it's alright. It's alright.